Okay, we are here at the Great Flinders Netball Association podcast and Alex, the guest, special guest the other week, was so popular, we've brought her back. Who who are you? Fratzi. Fratzi's back. Uh, did you do book week this week? Yeah. What did you dress up as? Ariel. Ariel? Ah. As a Ah, very good. Now, can you um, tell us who might win the netball this weekend? Daddy. Dad's going to win. Oh, Sadie. (laughs) Yep. All right. We'll go with Sadie this weekend. Can you give us a tip of who might win a best and fairest trophy on Sunday? Um, Ray. Ray? Yep. Okay. She probably won't qualify, but that's a good hot tip. Thanks for joining us today, Francie. Thanks, but... So, Alex, you got a few tips there. So, that's Francie. She uh, has joined us again for the podcast. So, um, so Alex, I welcome you in now. Francie's <laughs> going to take over your job, I think, if you're not too, uh, not too careful. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Alex, welcome to the first semi-final podcast. We've got a big show coming up. I hope you don't want to go to bed anytime soon because we've got a lot to get through. We have got a lot of shout-outs this week. I've even got a, a last-minute one we're going to throw in as well, so remind me about that one. We'll take a look at the finals coming up and also Sunday's Best and Fairest Senior Count as well. So let's get into it. Last week's games. Now, Alex, you were not in any state to play netball on Saturday, so lucky we had a bye. <laughs> no, I was not in any good state. I actually was very glad that I was sitting on the sidelines. I did travel out to Angara and watched. But even my intention span wasn't really there. <laughs> yeah, there's a few few of us on the sidelines that were there, um, there in spirit. Um, but it was uh, it was a really good game to go and watch. Um, probably the scoreline was probably a little bit further out than what we thought it might have been. Um, so the Air United versus Rounders game, it was sixty to twenty five in the end. Cashy said her thoughts on the game. They just played some bloody awesome netball, and they did actually. Air United, they had a great team game. The attack end was combining really well. Every player, um, I don't think you could pick a player that were, you know was just doing the job by themselves. And Rambus sort of came back a little bit in that second quarter, um, you know, before half time there. Then third quarter was pretty steady, um, pretty even. And then the last quarter it was Rambus four goals to um, uh, United twenty. So. They then had to wait on the Cougars versus Ellison game um, yeah. and not just necessarily the results but the percentage because of, um, you know, they were going to be even, but we'll have a look at that shortly. But, yeah, United did play a very, very good game um, if, and if they keep playing like they did, um, they're going to do some damage come uh, finals time starting this weekend. So uh, Melinda was fantastic. Um, she's had a great season this year. She was not only attacking, uh, she was defending all the way down the court and she turned over a lot of balls um, to their advantage and turn them into goals for United. Yasmin Fowler shot really well too. I thought she was moving really well with Melinda. It's probably the best game I've seen her play. Um, but all over the court, they were doing well. Um, Marty went down with a bit of a scare in that last quarter yes. with a, uh, rolling her ankle. Um, but she seemed to walk off, so hopefully it was just a bit of a, a stinger for her um, for that one, and she's been able to um, rest that up this week, ready for uh, for Saturday. Um, and Rams just couldn't quite counteract, I guess, what United were throwing at them. They they tried all game. They didn't give up. But for sort of every goal they scored, United would get three or four after that. So um, how do you see it, Alex? Yeah, absolutely. United just had great defensive pressure down the court and Rams couldn't really find their way to get the ball down at all. Um, and then once they had that turnover, they were just off and running with it. And it was in their bloody goal ring before you knew it. So... Yeah, and like you say, the goalie shot really well, moved really well, so it was just impossible for 
any anyone to sort of contain their play. It was just, yeah, a good game for me, United. Kira Simons, um, she did well for Ramblers. I thought um, she kept going all game. But, yeah, and the goalies worked hard for Ramblers as well, just couldn't quite convert like um, Ian Ida were doing. So they did miss uh, Michaela um, Richardson in there with a bit of height. But, you know, they would be disappointed with how they, they went out. But, um, like I said, they didn't give up. Um, and I think to the credit as well to, to Lisa, they had their set team. They had Ava Pedler sitting on the bench. They could have easily thrown her on the court and she might have done a bit of damage or, uh, you know, added something extra there. But Lisa backed her girls that have played all year and, uh, and kept them on the court. But, you know, unfortunately they just couldn't get it done on the day. Then we go to the next game. Alex Locke defeated United Joanna 58-48. to 48. Um, a great last game for United Atlanta to finish on. They didn't get the win, but to only go down by uh, 10 goals. And they were up at halftime by four. Wow, so, um, yeah, Alicia said an epic game to finish their season. Um, they came out guns blazing, played the best game of the season. Um, yeah, looking at the score scorecard, they were down by two in the first ha- in the first quarter, and then yeah, as I said, up by four at halftime. And um, she said a shock lot probably thought at halftime, what the f? And <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they found their fight in that that second half. Um, she said they kept up with them, but they just ended up going down. Um, lock just pulled away. Um, but yeah, she said everyone pulled together, everyone played with confidence. They had open space, lots of really good movement. Um, defense was really strong, and they made um, Lock work hard for every ball. So, um, and she said the match matchups were even all the way down the court. Then she said until it got to um, her standing Lisa. So yeah, but I'm sure she would have done very well on her. Um, uh, she said Whitney and, and Jasmine in defence for Locke were really strong. Um, but Abby, um, she worked really hard all day and, and was fed really well by Sarah, Sheree and Kate. And as she said, her favourite contest all day was uh, was Holly Feigert and um, and Tanya Habner. They had quite the tussle happening apparently. So, um, yeah, uh, not sure on, on Lisa's thoughts and how she thought the game went. But, you know, she would have been happy they, they got their second half together and, and came out and got the win. But, you know, obviously still some things to work on there heading into this uh, this final on Saturday. Um, then the last game, Alex, um, we did throw this scenario into the ladder yes. watch last week. Cougars defeated Ellison District's. 42 to 33 so cougars go out on a high but unfortunately um you know they ended up on 12 same as united but their percentage um just yeah not quite enough to get them over the line and you know you look back maybe a couple of the draws they had but you know you can't you know go back and look um look at those because yeah you just got to look to the next season but they have had a good one jack so they're very devastated they missed out on finals but she's also very proud of how the girls played um especially the last few weeks like they had a, a great game on saturday against ellison district had the draw with tumby so you know the two top sides um they're matching it with these last um these last couple of games so hannah and sarah shot really well sarah was sinking long bombs all over the court and created um, a lot of play she had Holly had a really great game. Billy, you know, switched from wing attack to wing defence and, and her ability to switch into different zones this year has been really good and she's really matured on the court. Um, Bree Shepherd was really consistent as well and, and Jack said she's learned to take the hits now. Um, she And I've noticed that she's, she is taking, like, in the past she's gone to court quickly yep. um and but she's got stronger in her um in her body and in her core and, and she's is taking those hits on the court and, and standing up strong to everyone so um which is great to see but everyone um had a really good uh, really good game um for cougars so jess speed ruby green was out there again for a half so 
Yeah, and it looked like Ellison Districts were missing a few. Uh, Charlie Monane was uh, was sick, and Nikki is still resting her ankle until the finals. So um, she just said, yeah, Cougars defensively out- outclassed them, and-, and she said as well, Hannah and Sarah are both very accurate in goals. She was wanting to keep Emmy and, and uh, Rosie Roming goals together leading to the finals, but had to end up moving Emmy into goal defence in the last quarter just to add a bit more defensive pressure. So, um, and, and did apparently work because they won that last quarter. So, but were just too far behind to uh, to get the win. So, um, she did not ideal, but you know they'll move on to the next game in a couple of weeks' time and um, and have a look at that um, with what they need to do there. So, Cougars they'd finish, yeah, like I said, they'd be they'd be disappointed, but you know. They'll come back uh, stronger next year. Be interested to see who they can keep in that team from next year. So, yeah. I think all teams, um, their last couple of games have really just strengthened and played some absolutely fabulous netball. And it's been unreal to like compete against teams that we, as Tumby had, would have beaten by a good margin earlier in the season to come out and draw with them. For example, Cougars um, last week, the other week. It's absolutely unreal. Just we're all on very similar points throughout the whole association in all grades, and it's absolutely unreal the competitiveness of our netballers this year. It's really good. We're Mate, gonna have some good finals. Imagine if we started the season now, with <laughs> <laughs> everyone as a bit of a practice run these last three rounds. Scrap the ladder, <laughs> restart, and do one final round and see what happens. That could throw a spanner in the works, that's for sure. Let's not do that. Not do that? Okay, no worries. Now, Alex, just mixing things up, we're going to do ladder watch now just to see where everything finished up for the season. So you can do uh, the E grade there. Tommy Bay on top with 28, United on 18, Locke 16, Ramblers 14, and United Delana also 14, Elliston 6, Cougars on 2. So nothing changed in the end with positions in the E grade. Then we go to the D grade, um, Tumby Bay on 26, Ellison Districts also on 26, but Tumby that better percentage there, Locke on 17, Rammers on 15, Yelena on 8, Cougars on 6 and E United. Um, didn't get the win for the year, but like the same with the, uh, as we we're just saying with the A grade, like those three teams that didn't make finals, Yelena, Cougars and E United have all really improved over the season and credit to their coaches. A lot of them have got young coaches, like E United have got, got Melinda. And yeah, it's it's amazing what they've been doing with those kids. Um, so they'll improve and, and I think a majority of them will probably stick around um, next season um, in that age group. So yeah, looking forward to seeing how they develop over the next few years. Ellison Districts and Tumby, obviously, as I mentioned, um, on the same points, but Tumby's got the better percentage. Okay, we'll go, I'll have a look at the B reserves. Um, in the end, Lock 23, Ellison District 18, Cougars on 17, E United on 16, Tumby on 14, Nigelana on 6, and Ramblers on 4. So this one, Alex, did change a lot. So Ellison Districts beat Cougars, jumped over them to take second spot by a point. E United beat Ramblers quite convincingly in the end. I went out there and got there at halftime and I thought, oh, I wonder what's happening in this game. I had a bit of a feeling maybe Ramblers might be up there. But no. Yeah, then I just sort of, um, yeah, was I, I was sad because I'm happy for E United, I guess, as well. But um, I just saw a season going out the window. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and it's weird finishing on a bye and getting knocked knowing, out and not yeah. knowing so we couldn't even you know if you play a game and you lose and then you're like oh well you're out and you can sort of like you know process it that process way, it yeah. with your team whereas when we played cougars the other week we sort of processed it 
but then we didn't because you still had to train. We still had to train <laughs> and like so it was a bit of a weird one. But anyway, right on to E United. They jumped over us um, and um, yeah went a game ahead. So um, yeah, an interesting one. It was you know um, a really close ladder that B reserves won. So good way to finish. Now to the B grade, Lock are on top with 24 points, Tumby Bay 22, United Atlanta 18, Ellison 16, United 12, Cummins Capini 4, Ramblers none. Nothing changed with these ladders either. And in the A reserves, Elliston finished on top with 26 points, Lock 18 and United Atlanta also 18, just with a little bit more percentage as Lock. Tumby Bay 12 points, United 10, Cummins Capini and Ramblers finished on 6. Locke beat United Delana and jumped back into second spot by percentage. So, yeah, they've been sort of jumping back and forth, um, Locke and United Delana, um, the last few weeks. So, so interesting one there. Then we go to the A grade. Tumby Bay finish on top, 25. Ellison District's on 20. Locke on 18. Then A United on 12 and Cougars on 12. That percentage there, 51 for A United and 49 for Cougars. Rambers on 11, um, and as we've mentioned, United Jana yet to get the win or didn't get a win for the season. Um, now, I missed a scenario last week in Ladder Watch with the 500 that I went through um, for this wins. ladder. BJ sent me one and said that if Saints and Ramblers drew and Cougars won, yeah. then they would go through. But Glad you're on the ball, BJ. <laughs> we missed that one. That didn't happen. I did say that I'd mention it if it did happen and she gave me the heads up. But that didn't happen. So, um, but thank you anyway, BJ, for sending that through. Ramblers went from fourth to sixth. A United um, and obviously Cougars getting the win. So, as we mentioned there, Ramblers wouldn't be happy about going out. Um, but I think after last year, you know, where they finished in terms of wins last year to this year, they've had a pretty good season. Um, only one point out of the four. Um, but, yeah, obviously it does um, does still hurt. So, um, you know, I know they've had a really challenging year with injuries and people away, etc. So, you know, they've improved a lot, as we just mentioned before. And, you know, I think they'd be happy with how they um, went from, you know, when in the end, no wins. But, um, you know, that can be hard. But you do take a lot from a season like that one where they've all improved. So, right, Alex. Let's look at this weekend. All right, so this week now, Alex, um, or the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at the finals, obviously. We won't just look at the A-grade games. We will A-grade game. There's only one now. <laughs> we will look at all the games from E-grade right through to A-grade. Obviously, we'll be, we are Tummy Bay, Alex, and we, you know, we have our Tummy Bay hats on on a Saturday, but hopefully in the podcast we don't come across um, too biased or um, too much before too much for Tumby. If we are, build us around the head on a sad day. <laughs> okay, I'll give people permission to do that. Um, Alex, this weekend, all seven teams, all seven clubs are represented, wow. um, which is pretty cool. That so that great. means lots of people through the gate, yeah. um, lots of uh, clubs here for a bit of a look. So, um, Alex, how many draws are we going to see this final series? Oh, none, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, there was, was there four last year? In one day. Well, there was, there was one day where there was, yeah, a few in one day. Um, I played in one. Yeah. We had that epic A reserves one. E grade had one, I reckon. Um, Lock and Ramblers in the E grade, in the prelim as well, um, which is coming up today as well. Yes, so we are in Tumby this weekend, Alex. Um, it's quite handy that Tumby's only got the one team playing this weekend. Works well for volunteers, and and haven't all the people in our club been rushing forward to volunteer, Alex? Oh, absolutely. Everyone's just put their hand up. It's definitely not all the same people doing all the jobs, <laughs> is it? No, but anyway, good to see you. We've got no football and one netball team in. So, um, yeah, we, we flush with volunteers. So we'll, we'll be able to sit back and relax, Alex, <laughs> on Saturday. Um, anyway, 
We'll move on from that, Alex. We're not bitter at all about the volunteers. <laughs> okay, E grade. Who's playing, Alex? Lock versus Ramblers on court one at 10.15. So 10.15, obviously a game time change there. A little bit earlier for the E grade who are normally at 10.30. So make sure you get here in time. Um, now this E grade ladder, as we've noticed in the ladder watch, has been really tight all season. So it came down to that. Um, final match of the season. It didn't change in the end, but it what you know potentially could have changed um, with some results. Both teams have got wins um, on each other. So Lock won the first one by nine, then Ramblers won by eight. So really close here. Um, Ramblers have got a really good defence in Della Peddler and, and Tilly Richardson. They've been strong all year. Della, a really good a little association player. Um, they'll provide a really good tough contest for, uh, for Indy Morton, who's she's little, she's a pocket rocket, but she shoots beautifully. She's in that, actually, in that drawn game last year Indy Morton just she was an absolute cracker in that game she didn't miss um goals and uh she was she was awesome um Rambers will get back Grace Richardson back into their side so she'll bring some extra height and strength into that goal circle um Annabelle Bowser Bowie will be one to watch for lock as well on their defensive end and uh both teams um come in with some really good form um, Lock have got the young young lads that have been playing as well. They're uh, good little uh, netballers, the uh, the Lock boys, and a few E-reserved players that have stepped out and been helping out in recent weeks as well. So should be a really good match all over the court, I think. Um, for E-grade, though, it's, you know, for a lot of them, it's the first final experience of, of coming out there and playing with a big crowd and, and you know, maybe the umpires um, are picking them up for a few things they might not have been picked up for during the season. Um, so those nerves in that first sort of, you know, first and second quarter can get a bit nerve-wracking. But they just got to go out there and give it a crack and it should be a really good game. And then D-grade, Alex. Also on court one at 12 noon is Lock and Ramblers. Yep, Lock and Ramblers again. So this one will be another one to watch. Last match resulted in a draw, Alex. You called it. You called it the match of the round. Um, some great junior talent will be on display here. Um, Sophie Morton from Lock will be um, well matched against Ramblers goalie Bella Agars. Bella's been playing some really great netball in the A reserves the last couple of weeks as well. We saw her when she played against Tumby and then saw her against A United um, last weekend. Um, Ramblers got their versatile defenders in, in Annie Shirley. Uh, Millie Speed and Isla Nagel and you know they'll be um, well contested up against Georgia Kay who's strong and accurate in that goal circle for lock so both teams have had some pretty solid wins the last few weeks so be looking to continue that into the uh, into the finals be reserves Alex on court two at 1:30 p.m is Cougars and Saints so both teams had a great season, as I said, each coming away with a win. Um, but B reserves is a grade that anyone can win on the day, depending who's on, who's off, who can shoot goals, who can't shoot goals, like any game of netball. But and um, B reserves tends to be the grade where there's a lot more than say ten players in a team. So there's lots of movement and things as well. So but E Knight are very versatile in the goal ring. They've got um, options with Grace Nicholson, Jess um, Lidico, Matilda Lockwood, and Georgia Priestley. George is very accurate and very hard to stand. Um, you know, they'll come up against strong Cougars defender um, Jenna Anderson. Um, she had a really good game against us the other week. She was just popping out of nowhere and, and getting intercepts. Marty Green has had a fantastic season in defence, but she did a bit of an injury against us the other week, Alex. A bit of a high calf injury, I think. Or oh, sort of a, no. So if she's if she's not out there she'll be hugely missed um in defense there for them so i haven't heard how that is but down the other end as well um cougar's goalie josie turnbull 
she's just super consistent in that goal range, super accurate, really hard to stand. She moves really well, but also holds well under the post. But, you know, a big job for uh, for Brooke Stratford and, and Nairi Bailey there. Um, they'll, you know, make, you know, life hard for her, that's for sure. So, and, you know, Nairi can swing down to goals too if they uh, if they get desperate too. Not desperate in the fact that Nairi can't shoot goals, but they've got a lot of options before they have to get to Nairi so, and have to take her out of um, defence. Um, Nicola Baldessera, she went out with a knee injury earlier this year in the game here at Tumby, but her courtside support, if it's anything like what she's like on the court with her support, um, that could just be enough to add to wear Cougars down as well. So, But it should be a good tight tussle and, um, yeah, it should be a good game to watch. B-grade. Court two at 3pm is United Delana versus Ellison Districts. This one's been a tight competition as well. B grade, um, shaping up to be a close one. Both teams this season, Yelena have come out on top, um, but close games. So two goals and then five goals. Um, Yelena have been working really solidly down the court. They're the team, I think, that they're a bit of a dark horse. They've sort of started off the season going down a couple of times, but then have come through and have beaten some of the top sides in, um, in Lock and Tumby. Um, Tara Brace will be one to watch. Um, she plays a huge role in the attack ends, played a lot of finals netball. Um, United has Kelsey Ridley and, and Maggie Eldridge in, in defence there together. Maggie is super tall, gets a lot of rebounds, and, and Kelsey can run all day. Um, their hard work, you know, will be rewarded by goalies. Um, Sandy Hall, who's super accurate and, you know, got her experience up with the um, youth of, of Jessica Crosby. Possible match-up match could be um, Ava Brace and April Wagner, so two um, little young guns there. Both have got the speed and agility through the middle. So, But both teams are missing um, key players, so Dana McFarlane for United Jordan and Jay Dudley for Elliston. So um, that could be uh, key players there missing for them. A reserves, court one at 1.30pm is United Jordan versus Tumby Bay. Okay, so all three games this season that United and Tumby have played, United and have come away with the win, but um, you know both teams have got that um, experience and the youth um, coming through. So um, finals specialist and United and champion um, Heather Norton, she'll be strong in their defence and against um, Tumby's uh, skillful goalie and Chelsea Franks. And uh, we heard in the podcast a little while ago when we were speaking to Heather that uh, Chelsea is the hardest player she's ever had to stood. Uh, had to stand so you know they could be playing each other absolutely that's a good match up too it'll be very competitive um Chelsea knows that she's already in Heather's head so <laughs> you know it might be dangerous that's right exactly and Chelsea you know she went out there she got the A reserves best and fairest the other Friday night um along with uh, Sarah Southern who's in, in defense and Christy Modra through the midcourt there um both will be really strong for Tumby. Ilana have got those young guns though Miley Haylock and, and Charmaine Crosby. Charmaine's nickname at footy is Jets <laughs> and it's Jets for a reason because she gets the Jets on and she just goes so um yeah they'll be um uh, really good to uh, to watch those kids there. Um, I think it'll be, you know, whoever can settle the nerves first and keep possession. Tumby has got the versatility if they need it as well. So I haven't seen any of the games, obviously, been playing at the same time. But when you glance over when they've been playing, Ilana, Tumby have been close with them. It's not like they've been beaten by a lot. The last time they played out at Kaku, Tumby had the lead for, um, I think, the, most, of the, uh, most of the first half. And then Nigelanders came through in the second half and won. So, I don't know, Tumby, you know... Um, they're going all out 
and um, it should be a really cracking game, I think. Um, no one wants to play United Lanner in finals, no. especially the A reserves United Lanner in finals. So, you know, could they uh, be stopping Heather from going for a 20th premiership for United Lanner? Or will she go through and uh, keep having another crack? Should be interesting one, Alex. That's almost more years than I've been alive. <laughs> <laughs> a grade court one at 3pm is Locke versus E United. Yes, this game, Alex, I think we're going to draw a big crowd here um, on court one for this one. Hopefully it's a nice day. Hopefully it's nice weather and everyone can sit out there on the grass and uh, and enjoy a good game of netball. But E United have come into this final series with a slew of victories and, and will be keen to repeat the win that they had against Locke a few weeks ago. Um, both teams have had a bit of an up and down season, like winning games that they you know probably shouldn't have and you know, going down to teams and they probably sh- um, should have been winning. Um, but yeah, both have got, you know, the absolute, um, I was going to say cattle, but that's not what I mean. They have got the cattle to get the job done. I'm not calling any of them cattle, though. <laughs> that's just a saying, Alex. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> but they've had, they've got the talent all around the court. They've got the versatility. Um, e United's Eden Telfer and Tammy Lucina will be looking to shut down um, Lisa Burrows in goals. Um, she's been their, their main goalie. She's been super accurate this year. And Courtney just does the, the groundwork, getting the ball into her. Um, and, you know, the centre court for Lockers has worked really hard. They've got good versatility through that centre court. Obviously, um, they'll be missing Millie Morton um, this year, who I thought last year in that final against Ellison Districts, Millie and Lisa had the ball on a string between them. They were just getting it in there super easy um, and it, or made it, made it look super easy. Um, Tanya Haben has been solid for lock all season and, and really versatile as well. She can go pretty much anywhere she needs it, needs them to. Um, I imagine she'll start sort of in that centre mid-court area. Um, but, yeah, both teams will be keen to settle early. So this will be a really good one to watch. Lisa said coming into finals, they've you know, had those few losses and few wins, working on a strong start. They want to get their crucial skills right and go back to basics. So... Um, they know that Enides had that strong run coming into finals. They're going to come out firing and they just need to stick to their game plan and play smart netball. So, um, unfortunately, uh, Chloe Dubois will be away for the um, for Locke. Um, so they'll have Georgia Kay come onto the bench for them. And Georgia's been really improving and, and has proven to them um, that she's up for playing seniors. So, yeah, and they know that, you know, they hurt last year when they lost that um, first semi against Ellison Districts by goal. They almost had it and, yeah, they were looking to go one better um, or even more better this this year, um, getting past that first semi. Um, Cashy said as well this weekend, just really competitive games they've had against Locke and they'll be looking for a good start as well. And I think, you know, I think this game comes down to whoever shoots the last goal, Alex, before the final whistle blows, whether that means it's a one-goal win or it's a draw, I think it'll be bloody close. Thoughts? Absolutely. What are your thoughts, Alex? Yes, absolutely. I think, like you said, it will draw a big crowd and it might even be the crowd that gets a run over the line. Um, it'll just be a very intense game. Whoever can keep possession and score those goals, I think that's who the team that's going to come away with the win. It's just going to be an unreal game. Yeah, fingers crossed for our spectators as well that it is a cracking game. Good luck to everyone playing this weekend. Um, we uh, wish you all the very best. Now, Alex, shout-outs. We have got lots this week, so let's get let's get started. <laughs> First of all, I missed one the other week. So when we played Cougars, I talked it up and said that we were going to be doing the uh, the curtsy. 
You left everyone hanging. I know. So in the old school netball rules, what was what was the rule? If the when the other team scored, the captain had to curtsy to the scorer. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So Kylie Shepherd and I, pinky sweared that we would do it, and we um, you know we're all ready to go. Toss the coin. Talked about what, how we're going to do it. Plan to do it. I ended up sitting on the bench in the first half. Um, <laughs> So I had to do it from the sidelines within the first 20 seconds and then Kylie didn't have to do it for about five minutes. So, and she, and Marty joined in with her, Marty Green. But how's this? Mrs. President, Elizabeth Burns was umpiring. She held time for my curtsy. (laughs) The goal was shot and Elizabeth has held time. We're like, what's going on? And I was walking to the scorers to do my curtsy. Elizabeth wanted to see the curtsy, so she (laughs) held time because her back was to the scorers. So... She's onto it, but a bit of good fun in the yeah, the <laughs> Now, this is a very good segue because um, the Breakthrough Mental Health Research Foundation Community Round have got a special award for uh, each um, each uh, league on the Air Peninsula, and nominations are put forward acknowledging someone who contributes to their club's well-being, has demonstrated resilience, shows support for others in the club and league, and inspires others. And it's a huge. Um, Congratulations to announce that the winner of the Great Finners Award was Kylie Shepherd from Cougars. Now, the person who nominated Kylie said she is like a ray of sunlight in her club. Kylie's always someone who brings a positive attitude, has a laugh or a joke up her sleeve to break the ice, is always the one to greet new faces to the club and takes the time to learn about them. Someone you definitely want in your club, Kylie can be relied on for anything, is the first person to check in on someone if they're having a hard time. She's a staunch supporter of whatever effort a person undertakes, whether it's representing the club at association level, her buddy team taking on the game of netball, the Great Flinders Netball Association podcast hosts... (laughs) or anyone willing to give something a crack. She's the first person to cheer them on. And the world is brighter and feels more like family when Kylie is in it. All of that, Alex, is 100% true. Isn't that right? I agree wholeheartedly. If I could copy and paste one person in the world, it would be Kylie. She is an absolute ray of sunshine. And, yeah, she's just an unreal. Her smile always beams, and she's the first person to say hello. And, yeah, that just sums her up perfectly. And, yeah, like you said, she's a fantastic person to be around. She's a huge supporter of all things netball. You know, she'll applaud good play if it's on the opposite team. Um, You know, if it's a good goal, she's always the first one to applaud that. Um, I got to room with Kylie um, at Country Champs last year. Um, She she bunked in with us um, and a lot of fun, always offering a hand when she didn't need to. Like, she wasn't the manageress. She was just in there and she was like, what can I help with? This year, last year as well, always offering to score at, at association level for Bree's team since Bree's been playing, I'm sure. Always, every game. She's like, do you need a scorer? Yep, that'd be great. Or no, you have a break on this one, Kylie. <laughs> um, goes and gets his coffees yes. in Adelaide. Saviour. Got his food. So thank you, Kylie. And we do love the comments every week in support of the podcast too. It does build us up a little bit Absolutely. when Kylie comments. <laughs> so well done, Kylie. A huge um, uh, yeah, honour for you and very well-deserved. Now, Michaela Richardson, she's got herself another silver medal. Some new bling. Yep, so she's got two silver medals from the uh, World Netball Indoor Championships um, and she got one, another one on the weekend. Uh, went down to the silver ferns again. They're now the gold ferns. But how's this? She sent me a photo. You know, we talked about the nicknames the other day of yeah. what the, um, the indoor netball Australian team should be called. She sent me a photo of one of her teammates with a bin chicken <laughs> and said... Yes, we're now officially nicknamed the Gin Chickens. <laughs> I'm 
amazing. Look yep. at what you've done. So um, we've started something there. So maybe uh, Michaela's nickname can be the bin chook. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well done to Michaela on representing your country. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, another shout out, Abby Lee Minard got her sea badge on the weekend. So well done to Abby. Well done to the panel as, as well of Laurie, Elizabeth, Erica and Marty learning the ropes. Renee Nettle has done a great job on getting these umpires ready for, for getting badged this year. All three this year have come from Ramblers. So huge credit to Renee for um, getting them sorted there. We had another one come through, Alex. Lorena Heberman played her 250th game of netball. That is for Western Districts and Ellison Districts. So a huge wow. big well done to Lorena. Um, and still playing A grade there as well, which is a massive effort. And another one last week, Alex, um, Elise Fatchen played her 200th game of netball for the United States. Um, she's been travelling back and forth from Adelaide um, to play, which is a huge effort and um, huge dedication from Elise. Um, so well done to her and, and a huge credit to her. Potentially, um, she could be sitting on the bench yeah. for the A grade, I imagine, Um uh, she, you know, a handy in if they do need her there. So now, Alex, do you want to give a shout out to a special guest that's coming along to Tumby Bay this weekend? Uh, so Tumby Bay will be hosting Adelaide Thunderbirds Premiership Captain Hannah Petty um, from around 2pm. So yeah, she'll come and have a visit. She'll be watching some netball. So yeah, I think she's very keen to see some young fans, even big fans. <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, say hello, maybe sign some autographs and take some photos. So, yeah, if you see her around, make sure you make her feel welcome and say hello, come and have a chat. Yep, definitely. Um, she, yeah, it's great that she can come along. She's got, I think she's doing Eastern Air first in the morning and then she's travelling to Port Lincoln and then she's coming to Tumby. So she'll be there from about 2 o'clock um, and can spend the afternoon. So, yeah, bring your netballs to sign or your Thunderbird shirts or maybe a poster or print something out and that's just you Alex I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> I've got my stuff ready don't you worry. <laughs> but yeah she's keen to uh to yeah, come out and see a bit of local netball which is uh which is great. I think she's bringing the trophy. Yes. Potentially as well. Um, I think there was a bit of a fight between her and Georgie Hodges of who was going to take it oh. to their local netball and I think Hannah won. <laughs> no, she's got the credit with the uh, being the captain. Um, now, a couple of shout-outs as well to a couple of former Great Finders girls, Alex. Recognised in the Eastern Air League on the weekend, they had their best and fairest count on Sunday. Geordie uh, McCullum, who played for E United, she was runner-up for the A-grade association best and, pe- best and fairest playing for Kimber behind Nicole Symes. A huge effort well done to Geordie um, on that. She had last year off as well, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um, and she's come back this season and had an absolute cracker. So well done to Geordie on that one. And then Emily Miller, former United Jelena and Cougars player, she won the B-grade Best and Fairest, which is the equivalent of A reserves for us. And so well done, Emily. That's that's great. Absolutely fantastic. Um, both former 17s players as well, Alex. So just must put that in. You. <laughs> just name drop them there, I reckon. <laughs> Um, and before we have a bit of a look at the best and fairest count um, this Sunday, I've got one last shout out as well. What is it? What is it? Is it your birthday, Alex? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> when this podcast comes out, it will be a big happy 21st birthday, Alex. Thank you. I, you know, I know you tried to keep it a secret from me, but I did some detective work. How did you find 
Okay. Uh, on your mum's Facebook page. It was easy. You <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. I'm very good at finding stuff on Facebook. Don't you worry. So have a good birthday tomorrow, Alex. Thank um, you. I know you've got to come to a working day. Um, so we'll be able to be together on your birthday. Oh, my favourite present. Um, I'll bring my crow scarf again in case you wanted that one. Um, but have a great birthday. Um, huge credit to you for um, you've come in this year onto the committee Throwing you straight into the deep end, made you vice president of the association. I think you're taking my record of being the youngest um, president coming up, Alex. So, well done, yeah. Sorry. Yep, so, good job. But anyway, that's all right. There could have been others that were younger, but I'll, I'll, we'll claim it. Um, so, have a good birthday, Alex. Thank you, Brooke. And um, I'll buy you a drink somewhere. 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 Sometime. I think I need a detox after the blue light. Okay. Alex, best and fairest count this Sunday. Do you want to tell us what's happening with it? It is brunch and bubbles at the United Netball Club, so out of Dungara, the complex. Um, the 2023 Great Flinders Netball Association senior count will start at will be arrive at ten for a ten thirty start this Sunday, August twenty seventh. Yep, it should be an absolutely uh, cracking day, and hopefully we get uh, quite a few people coming along out there to Ungara. Um, looking forward to seeing who's going to take out the Flow Polkinghorn medal. Um, I thought I'd have a bit of a look at who might be up there in the sort of top 10 votes. Not so much the top 10 picked by the A-grade players. That can always be a little bit different. But these are some of the players that I thought might be up there. It would be, you know, there could be a lot up there. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's a draw like last year. I think um, there was in the runner-up, there was a draw. Um, Kelsey Hull, last year's winner, she's had another cracking season. And uh, with a younger side this year, she probably could have polled well um, again. Nikki um, Schubert, last year's runner-up, also had another great year. You know, you wonder how much her and Kelsey sort of take votes from each other. But a lot of the time in the games last year, um, when they went one and two, um, they were just sort of, yeah, um, yeah, polling together <laughs> so um but Nikki also missed those three games with the ankle injury so maybe that might um um push her out a little bit um and last year's other runner-up um in Jet Green so she missed a lot of this year with injury unfortunately and um and Cougars not winning as many games as last year might hurt as well but um the full games she did play I reckon she would still poll um in those games there so um Ellison as well Lorena Hebman who we mentioned before another great season through that centre court um Emma Willis who had um some great games shooting games when she came into play she could poll a few votes but obviously probably not enough games to uh to get up there um Tummy Bay, we've had a count already um, with the buy. We had that on the Friday night. So um, Ilka Stone won the Gloria Challenger medal for best and fairest, and Marty Masson was runner-up. So you imagine both of them will be um, up there as well. Both have had great seasons. I thought Marty's um, season in particular, her second half, um, she's really stood up. Um, when they lost Carly through that centre as well, she sort of really took on a leadership role through there. She's really matured as a player and, and strong through that court there. So, and great to see wing defenders recognised as well. Alex, love a good wing defender. Um, so both of them could be up there. Um, Locke's had a really consistent season and I think Locke will be sharing the votes all over the court. Um, Lisa Burrows will be up there um, again. Um, she's been super accurate in goals and moved really well. Um, Whitney, when she came in, um, she missed those first few games with uh, with seeding, but um, she, she will poll well um, when she played. And a sneaky one, I reckon, Tanya Habner. She's had a cracking season, being very versatile. She had a really good Anzac Day game where she got the medal there. Um, and, yeah, she's had a, um, had a good season. Rambers, you can't go past Michaela Richardson. She could just about be up there in the top one or two, I reckon. Like, 
I think if Ramblers maybe won one or two more games, she potentially could uh, could have uh, won it, and she still could. Um, she's had a, a really great season. I didn't get to watch every game she played, but obviously most weeks co- coaches were commenting about how good Michaela was playing. So um, for a co- an opposition coach to see that and recognise that, I think she'll be up there. So um, then I think Ramblers from there will sort of share it out pretty evenly after that. Cougars, Cougars um, you know, other girls in there, Sarah and Hannah um, could could poll a few as well, particularly that second half of the season um, where they were shooting really well. A United, I think if Melinda played a full season, she would have been right up there as well. Um, but I think definitely in, in every game she played, she just about would poll. Absolutely. She would have to have polled on Saturday because she yep. played a fantastic game. And the game even at Tumby Bay when they played here and they went down to Tumby, but she would have been up there. Um, as well so Nadia as well she she'll probably pick up a few and I think Marty through that center court too yeah. um will poll well um you know Angelina while that you know they probably won't get a, a winner up there um with with no wins on the board but there'll be still some votes um especially in the second half of the season where they improved um and potentially with the young ones as well Abby Cash and Elsie Madden um I've read their names come through from opposition coaches quite a few times so I'm um, looking forward to seeing who takes it out Alex I mean is it uh unconscious bias if you have a say on what uh, you think might happen if you're playing in the a grade do you, do you want to pick yourself are you allowed to, are you allowed to make a bet alex i there's honestly i think it'll be very close i think all teams have seven players on a court at once that play absolutely out of the world netball like i've said earlier in the podcast we've just been really competitive this year so I'm looking forward to it, actually. I think it'll be really close. I, I don't have my name on someone, my bets on anyone. I'm just really looking forward to see who it is, actually. Yeah, and I think it could, potentially could come down to that last game um, as well. So um, Elizabeth will have to do the slow read and uh, keep everyone in suspense. Um, Rising Star as well. Obviously, I've seen Marty play every week and her name, you know, We'll have to go in there as an option. She could go. She won it last year. Yeah. Um. She's had a fantastic season. Um. And in a side that's finished top as well. Yeah. Um. But then you got the others who I've mentioned already: Hannah Green, mm-hmm. Sarah Laurie, Holly Gale. I was going through these girls. I'm like, who is under twenty one? And there's a whole list of girls. Yeah. These young kids coming through: Elsie Madden, Abby Cash, all fantastic young players who've all shown really great promise for their sides as such young players in the A grade. Like, you know, Sarah's only eighteen. Yes. Um, these these girls. Um, I don't think Elsie's even eighteen yet. Um, potentially she could be, but I don't think I don't think she is yet. Abby has just gone eighteen. Holly's just gone eighteen. Hannah's probably nineteen twenty. So yeah, they're very young players, and and um, you know uh, Marty's obviously only just gone eighteen as well. So some super uh, talented young kids coming through. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one to to see who gets this one. Um, and, you know, as I mentioned before, Elsie Madden, you know, she's been mentioned by nearly every coach nearly every week. And she took on a newer role through that centre court. Yeah. So, and has done very well. Um, so it could be a tight race for the rising star as well, Alex. And potentially some of those could be up there in not just the rising star, but up there in the, you know, top 10 of the league too. Um, and name drop again, Alex, all of those have been in the 17s <laughs> team at one point or another. So, you know, we'll just name drop them again. <laughs> Now, Alex, we had another question given to us. Yep. Um, not really a question, more a statement, I think, um, this one. So I didn't put it on Facebook this week because I wasn't sure how to phrase it. 
Yeah. Um, it's come from Stacey. Oh, so no wonder it's a bit confused. <laughs> so it's come from Stacey Curtis. It's not really confused, but it's just more of a statement. She's got a suggestion. A more of a suggestion, okay. I reckon. She thinks that if it gets to 35 degrees or more, so... <laughs> in winter? Oh, well, yeah. Like, they're sort of the start of the season. Yeah, right. For, so, so in softball, for example, we go, we check our weather on the ABC News at seven o'clock on a Friday night. If the weather says 35 degrees, yeah. I think it's actually 39 degrees, but anyway, whatever it is, whatever the temperature is, it gets cooled off the next yep. day if it's too hot. Stacey's idea, if it gets to 35 degrees, maybe we'll go 30 in the yeah. winter, I think. 35 would be cool. <laughs> it's cool. I think she's just thinking back to that game at Lock um, yeah. at the start of last year where that probably was 35 degrees. She thinks it should be moved in the or changed in the constitution that if it's 35 degrees, everyone has to play walking netball. <laughs> just throw a spanner in there. <laughs> yep. So every from E grade to A grade, yep. every no one's allowed to run that day. <laughs> okay, walking netball. Right. Thoughts, Alex? Yeah, it'd be tough. Like your umpires even. Yep, they have to walk as well. <laughs> it's just a bit some tight. of them do. Some of them do walk. Um, it would be it'd be tough. I think you'd still get hot. Yeah, you would. I think you should just, if it's going to get 35, Stacey, I'd just rather call it off. <laughs> if it gets to 35 degrees in winter, climate change is struck. <laughs> Big <real>. time. <laughs> anyway, thank you for the suggestion, Stacey. We will take it to the next meeting. We'll think about it. Write a letter. <laughs> Run it through Alex's president next year. She might get it through. Um, anyway, Alex, anything else you want to add today? That's all. Thank Tonight, you. we're almost at 50 minutes. Travel safe, everybody, coming to Tummy Bay. Good luck to everybody playing this weekend. Play hard, play fair, listen to the umpires, get your teams in on time to Renee in the official's office. What is it? Half an hour before? Yeah. Half an hour before. Um, and everyone just relax and have a good time. Get those nerves out. Chill out. She's Alex Stratford. She's 21 tomorrow. I'm Brooke Nindorf, and we're here if you need. Perfect. <laughs>